Welcome to the Goracom podcast, where investors discover great small cap companies. Thank you for taking Agoracom with you and make sure to follow our podcast. Welcome to Beyond the Press Release of Production Goracom, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives after they put out important news. If you love the metaverse, if you believe in the future of the metaverse, and guys, it's undeniable because City out of the Citibank has already come out and said it's going to be a 10 to 13 trillion dollar industry by 2030, then you are absolutely going to love this interview with David Lukacs, the CEO of Liquid Avatar Technologies, trades in Canada under LQID and for our friends in the US under LQAVF. Normally right now, I go through a bit of an intro uh, and give you some great explanation of what the company's doing, its milestones, why it's proven itself. But this time, I'm going to let Seeing be believing. I want you to watch this one minute sizzle reel. Watch this. We're going to come right back. All right. We're back. Uh, I hope you're blown away by that because I am. And I follow the metaverse as closely as anybody. I haven't seen graphics like that. I haven't seen power like that in other metaverse projects. And that's why now you know, if you don't already, the company's had almost $2 million in sales, in NFT sales for its Aftermath Islands. A bunch of news. The one that we really love that gives you more credibility is they secured $25 million commitment from LDA Capital for Aftermath Islands. Here to talk about all of it is David. My friend, welcome back. Thanks, George. As usual, it's great to be here. Hey, how how fired up should shareholders be uh, after watching that that sizzle reel, after that, watching that one minute and 20 seconds? I was blown away. Well, you know, everybody's... I got to say this because you'll say it at some point. I've always got to do their own due diligence. But when I was presenting this sizzle reel as part of a presentation at the Monaco Crypto Summit, the entire crowd went, went especially when they saw the avatar, us apply a face, someone's picture to a face of an avatar. It looked like Westworld, right? Everybody went, wow. I mean, they just were blown away by the graphics and what we're doing. And I got comments like, this is the most professional application we've seen in the metaverse. And and these were very, very sophisticated people. And and frankly, we, yeah. we got a lot of interest, a lot of interest while we were there. Well, it was the Monaco Crypto Summit. So I would yeah. assume that's a very tough crowd to please, especially what's happening in the NFT world the last six months, which yeah. we kind of expected. The garbage sure. George Bucks kind of uh, projects are now finally going to zero. And yeah. projects like Aftermath Islands that are real uh, are getting their due. Let me ask you a question in layman's terms, because... I want to make sure we don't lose anybody just yet. We usually don't. But in layman's terms, right, what we just saw there, how different and how much more powerful is it than 99%, I don't want to say 100%, than 98 to 99% of the other Metaverse projects that are already in the world? What, what should shareholders know about what they just saw? Well, first of all, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to diss anyone because, no. you know, the trailblazers that have been there have helped us get to where we are. And the guys at Decentraland and Sandbox and even... You know, World of Warcraft, which I still play, and Fortnite, and and uh, Minecraft. These are these are massive organizations. They just put their toes in the water and, and and put stakes in the ground early in the game, and they've had a lot of momentum. But but if you remember back, George, and I'm going to use no technical terms. You remember when Netflix first came out? You know, it would it would download a little bit, buffer, download a little bit more, buffer, and you'd wait for the gray bar to get all the way across the screen. Same with YouTube before you saw anything, like you watched it. Well, we've deployed brand new technology called pixel streaming, 
with GPU cloud server technology that allows us to create and use Unreal Engine, high resolution, you know, Call of Duty type graphics, GTA type graphics in a application for a metaverse without any downloading. So that means it plays the same way they saw yeah. the system. Well, it plays on a phone or it plays on a desktop or it plays on a tablet exactly the same way because you're not downloading. And, and George, it's interactive. So we are truly trailblazers. Um, we're not alone, but people have seen this and said this is the most active they've seen. I mean, we're already got our got our stuff going up um, for testing on Pixel streaming servers. So it, we're pretty excited by this. And you know, as I said to everyone, it dovetails into all our product lines. And and this is the part where most people at home will say, "Hey, I've heard George's explanation." I've, I've just listened to what David said. I watched the sizzle reel. So it sounds like they've got something really great going on. But there's always that little gap with, with which I don't blame where they say, well, I, but I'm not sure because right. I don't know what else is out there. Well, here comes a third party validation because you got a $25 million commitment uh, mm -hmm. from LDA Capital uh, in, uh, for, for Aftermath Islands, right? That's, that's the third party validation that says, hey, guys, let's fill in that gap. What, what is that $25 million commitment, first of all? What does it mean to you guys? Well, you know, I want to be clear. We've been clear in our press release that we have to hit certain milestones for it to activate. And we have, uh, there's a number of options on all sides to make this work. But it was, it really is a validation that we've got significant interest for long-term support. And, and again, it's non-dilutive. There's no dilution. Because yeah. they're buying tokens. They're buying our utility share. token. Right, exactly. And and so, um, um, you know, it really is the way that we've set up our organization, the way that the organization set up, it's, it's all done, you know, not in Canada or the US. And, and, you know, we've set this up so that we can achieve those milestones. There's a lot more news I can't talk about yet, which we will talk in the upcoming oh, weeks. Oh, oh, oh. You know, and I, I, I'm saying this, that just supports everything that LDA wants that some of um, investment firms that we're talking to now want. There's lots going on where this is where our experience in the public markets really help our efforts with Aftermath Islands because we understand the fluidity of, of market cycles. We understand how investments, uh, investment thesis works. So all of this has helped us. And what people are seeing is our level of expertise and professionalism coming to the metaverse. And what they're really super jazzed about is um, what we call bookending. So at the front of, of Aftermath Islands is our digital identity platform. One user, one account. We talked about that for eons. And that's all blockchain based. So that is, that is really web 3.0. At the back, there's about 20 or odd services. All are blockchain based or, or DeFi based or web 3 based. And that includes everything from NFTs, to uh, DIDs, which are decentralized identifiers, and DIDCOM, and all kinds of other great services that are all decentralized. In the middle, this is where everybody is agreeing with us, in the middle is, is centralized gameplay. So we can make decisions to help build this. And the reason that's important is we're starting to find out that some of the DAOs, the decentralized autonomous organizations out there, are finding it difficult to get any decisions made because I want this, you want that. I want chocolate, you want vanilla. Somebody else wants strawberry. Third person wants, you know, pralines and cream. Like it goes on and on and on. And decision-making process is difficult. What we did in the middle, so we've got our bookends of blockchain. In our middle, 
we've got um, associations and guilds within our community that are helping us make decisions. They're influencing the decisions we're making, understanding that we have to have the final say in it. So this is working very symbiotically and it's working in a way that is mature, run by mature individuals. And, and that starts to attract the right crowd. If you've got the right graphics, the right business model, the yeah. right people running it, people start to look. And, and remember, I mean, we've told everybody to date, we've been self-funded, whether it's support of Liquid Avatar, whether it's support of our sales, we have been self-funded. So we haven't run to the market to get started with Liquid Avatar. And we've taken our pain over the last few months. So I think really what people are impressed with is the, is what we've achieved without going out and 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 you know diluting ourselves to death. One of the big milestones of that of that commitment is obviously going live, right? right. And and by the way, that makes it that the 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 the, the commitment having milestones in it is very powerful for the course. It's not like this is on and it's it's good for everyone. It puts right. everyone under under pressure. And 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 clearly, you're very confident that you're going to be able to meet. You're going to be able to hit those commitments. The first yeah. one being when you expect to be live, uh, because I know I can't wait. Given all the too many to too many to, to mention, but all the developments that have gone on from the genesis of aftermath ons to where we are today, ballpark. When you guys expect that to happen? Well, it, live is a, an interesting topic. Are you alpha? Are you beta? Are you fully active? Um, Q3 um, is, is when we expect a lot of movement, which we're in now. We're we're loading up some of our um, early stage tests. We've got what we call the clubhouse and the playground are, are going live on Pixel streaming servers. Lost Game of Tesoro Play to Earn Game is still going through debugging because all this stuff is so brand new. And um, so we expect Q3 that we're going to have a lot of developments. And we expect by Q4, we're going to be in piloting for um, the, the metaverse. And Elcon, as we call Lost Kingdom of Tassara, will be up and live, so fully live and active. And so we're also currently connecting the digital identity. And over the next couple of weeks, we're going to be able to show a demonstration of that, how digital identity fits in. And people are just chomping at the bit for that, especially in the industry, because they don't want fake box or hacks inside the metaverse, inside their metaverse. Absolutely. And and we're also creating an open world where we'll have embassies for other metaverses right inside what we're doing. And then we've got private islands. There's so much on the go, George, that all dovetails into all the things we're doing, our relationship with there. But really, um, Q3 and Q4 are big, are big, big quarters for us. And we expect to be able to hit the milestones, if we all agree, to hit milestones um, um, by early Q4. Yeah, so that milestone doesn't just on start to unlock the commitment of, from LDA Capital, but like you just mentioned, Dare is going to have a presence there. Right. Lethbridge College is going to have a presence there. Mm -hmm. So many things kick in uh, when Aftermath Island starts to go live. And like you said, alpha, beta, full, all that. Yeah. Um, and I, I spent a little time at Comic-Con, so we hopefully have a few treats from that coming too. You know, you keep trying to drop these little, uh, what are they called? Well, I, I'm telling the truth. I just... We're not ready to talk about it, but I did a panel at Comic-Con and I was on, on the phone with um, a friend of ours who's a, who's, a, who's a legend in the industry last night. And he said, so what did I think? I said, well, I never thought as a five-year-old comic book collector that I'd be sitting in front of an audience at Comic-Con on a panel. So it's, it's you know, uh, there's some things that still, you know, get me jazzed and, and it's not only meeting great people, but it's it's getting to do some of the things that we do. And, and really, um, there's a lot of, we, we have a lot of surprises coming. I mean, you know, um, Metahero Project is now part of the Aftermath Islands. 
Um, hey, by the way, was, just so everyone knows, you just yeah. completed the MetaHero project yeah. acquisition. Yeah. If you don't mind, tell everyone for you know yeah. just um, thirty seconds what is MetaHero, so they know what it is that you really sure. acquired. Sure. So MetaHero project is the ability to create really cool graphics, rigged uh, animated avatars and, and personalized avatars. And you, everybody's seen those. And that was a project that was managed by Oasis Digital Studios. It wasn't owned by Liquid Avatar, it was managed. And so now it's owned by Aftermath Islands. And in fairness, um, it was paid for in utility tokens. So there was no cash outlay, no dilution again. We're, we're, we're using... Uh, and and because they want to do like all kinds of in-game things and 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 so the dragons in aftermath islands, the horses, the hover bikes, some of the really cool items were all developed through the MetaHero project. And now all the uh, key avatars and avatar kits, and there are again some surprises coming. And and you I know, you. well, I hate I hate me too. So it's okay. <laughs> um, so at the end of the day, it's it's you know. Our goal is is to create entertainment value, but realistically bring our core products into the fold. And all of this help. George, you're going to be more inclined to want to prove who you are if your avatar looks like you or me. I mean, it'd probably look better if it looked like me, but it's okay. If it I've looks seen like my you. tan. I've seen yeah, my no, tan. It's good. It's good. I, I, yeah. I want to get my avatar right now. Exactly. exactly. Before Take I go all white in Q3 and Q4. And when you're pasting. Exactly. So at the end of the day, yeah, no, um, um, MetaHero Project is a great acquisition and it's going to spur on um, the creation of a new lab by Aftermath Islands at, that, that handles all our creation. So there's lots going on. But again, I don't want anyone to think about that, think that we've forgotten about the Ontario Community Store Association and our age verification. No, that, that's digital ID. That's almost and, like and, a different style of today's metaverse. That's all in play. That is yeah. all in play. So, yeah. Yeah, it's very, it's very important for everyone at home to understand that digital ID is the genesis of this company, the core that you built everything on top of. Exactly. But it still is a, it, it, it still is a different silo because you know there, there are some people who just need digital identity, powerful digital identity solutions. The OC, the Ontario Convenience Store Association, does not right. need a metaverse solution, but no, they need a digital not yet. ID solution. So for everyone at home, there's a digital ID. There's the NFT side. The metaverse. Mm -hmm. So there's, you know, and they're symbiotic. They're very, yeah, and they all gel together. But if we talked right. about them all in every interview, they two hours. Right. But, you know, and sometimes in this case, we talk about Aftermath Islands, we're talking about the tail wagging the dog. And, and, yeah. but sometimes the tail becomes bigger than the dog. And, and in this case, you know, for our stakeholders, whatever is going to get us there fastest and get us the best value, we are going to be there to support. And but we are very cognizant that all the pieces of our puzzle must fit together and work together for us to be successful. Um, now that you got all those pieces of the puzzle together mm -hmm. and they are working great so far, so good. Knock on wood, I don't want to jinx anything because moving parts always can go wrong, but you guys right. got a great handle on it. I want to swing back to the Monaco Crypto Summit now, sure. Which is what was the overall reaction by the end of it all? When you you know you did your panel discussion, did your interviews, but you also had those one on ones, you had group meetings. What was the takeaway from the Monaco Crypto Summit? What did you see that could come out of that in terms of a? What was the excitement level? The reception? Let me phrase it better. What was the reception for Aftermath Islands? And then what do you what further do you think comes out of that? Well, it's it's interesting because I always go into any event with a a scorecard, 
how many people did I talk to and how many people are interested in what we're doing? And um, this, for us, this number was off the chart. Um, uh, it was well more than I thought. I walked up to somebody at a reception um, uh, in the evening and said, I've got to talk to you. And she basically said, no, I need to talk to you. And, uh, and this is a very prominent person in the industry. I've had follow-up interviews already. We've had great press from it. Um, you know, we've, um, um, uh, there's, you know, a couple dozen people that we're in discussion with right now from that event alone. And, and, you know, we, we're going to see a lot come over it. And, and again, we wanted to be ready to, de to debut to the, a crypto crowd and, and Monaco is, you know, we weren't treading lightly when we came out and, um, we think we, um, you know, our presentation was well-received and, Everyone wants to talk to us. And, and I think if we can, you know, close a third of the things that we have on the go, it's they're they're all game changers. I mean, some of them were were projects um, that were supported probably by UNESCO and those type of organizations, all the way down to, you know, our karaoke project with uh, someone who owns uh, a ton of nightclubs and establishments wants to put virtual karaoke bars in to looking at housing developments in another country. It was um, really people, people saw the vision of what we presented. And I was very proud of, of, of that moment. Very humble and very proud. Last question is more on the macro side. Mm -hmm. People are starting to believe a little more and more in the metaverse. The doubt that we see today is the same doubt that you and I saw in the mid-1990s when people said to you, who the hell is going to shop online mm -hmm. when you just go to the mall? And we know that that got obliterated uh, in a few years. Mm -hmm. And we think the same thing is going to happen with the metaverse. How, how much stronger is your belief today in how big of a role? This is a big macro question. Mm -hmm. How big of a role? And what should people who are watching and listening, what should they understand about how big of a role the metaverse is going to play in their lives? Not just Aftermath Island's metaverse, but... Uh, the the whole the whole metaverse universe. Well, you know, we the metaverse seems to be a catch-all phrase. Um, uh, you know, I, I, I'll take you through the progression if I might. Web 1.0 was pushing out information, and as you said, every, a lot of people had their doubts whether it was e-commerce or whether it was informational commerce. I mean, a lot of a lot of um, newspaper um, companies said it's a fad. You know, the yellow pages kind of laughed at it. When's the last time you opened the yellow pages? Um, so there, so in, web 1.0 was information push web 2.0 was much more active, uh, or interactive social media push and pull. Um, but web 3.0 is the owner economy. This is when everything comes together. And this is where technology, like what we're using with pixel streaming and everything else says, I need fast internet, but I don't need, um, powered, massively powered devices, which makes portable devices more ubiquitous to support the kind of technology that we're pushing out. Also with the change in legislation to make owners of identity and owners of data more in control of that, the stars we believe are aligning so that the metaverse will be the next virtual bastion. I mean, we're looking at virtual education, we're, which is, is different than remote learning. It's virtual education. We're looking at... at um, oh yeah, like if you want to learn about caves and dinosaurs, we're not talking about staring at our laptops uh, like the, the, the and doing a walk through. This is about a, yeah. walking through a cave, watching dinosaurs exactly. in their habitat or whatever, exactly. and really learning. Right. So so and we, you know, we've we've built our platform on some principal tenants. 
work, play, learn, earn, game, entertain, build, and socialize. We, you know, we want you to be able to um, do regular world activities, simulate regular world activities, you know, during the day and then put on your armor or superhero cape and go fight bad guys and monsters. So we want you to have entertainment value, gaming value while you're building and socializing. I mean, we're working, again, I mentioned DIDs earlier. DIDs are decentralized identifiers. These are, these are like we're going to replace your telephone number as your unique identifier. And then we're adding communication, which we're already doing this today in the Liquid Avatar mobile app. We're one of the first companies in the world to do this. So we're, we're not only talking the talk, we're walking the walk, as you like to say. Hey, don't take my lines. I know, I'm trying. But um, at the end of the day, so I, I believe, and, and again, you know, I'm, I'm the tail end of the baby boomers, but I believe in, and everyone, you know, at Monaco said, you know, you're six, really? Um, but I believe that, you know, the next generation will be not just interactive, they will be immersive. And I don't mean that there will be goggles and glasses, but they will be immersive in all the things that we took for granted in Web 1.0 as, as information. And it will be Ready Player One or it will be Snow Crash. And, and, but I still think there's time room and we all got to make time to get outside and, and walk and smell the roses. So I think there's going to be balancing act in, in, in here. Well, I mean, we're already wearing earphones in our ear that we answer the phone. Why shouldn't we be wearing glasses that give us additional information? David, congratulations on some amazing news. Uh, you know, I'm going to go through it again for everyone just to kind of remind them. You secured Aftermath Island secured a $25 million commitment from LDA Capital. Uh, you the purchase of MetaHero Project. Mm -hmm. We didn't even get a chance to talk about minting native uh, dubs utility token on the digital bits. Uh, be for unless you want to mention that quickly. Well, yeah, we think it's a great opportunity. Um, we think we think there's a lot of room here for XDB to grow. Um, um, we will our NFTs will be on a, a we're we're taking what's called a multi-chain approach. So we'll, we we mint our NFTs on Wax. We'll be minting on other uh, organizations or, or other protocols. And um, we're starting off um, with uh, a lot of faith in what XDB is doing because we 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 uh, believe that they're an up and coming opportunity and they're backed by Stellar. And so we're very excited there. And again, that is to support our utility token. All our tokens have utility. That is the key. You can do things with our tokens. You can affect change. You can add value using our tokens within our platform and other areas. Congratulations uh, on all these milestones. I'm excited. And look, not just because we're friends, not just because of this relationship, but, you know, I was a, I was a pioneer in terms of online when it came to the world of investor relations. And now I'm watching this next great uh, iteration of the web going to the metaverse. So I, I'm excited to just be a participant in it. And maybe Agoracom play a bigger role in that too. We'll find out in the future. But in the I meantime, think I think investor relations is going to be in the metaverse. Um, yeah, we're already starting to get inquiries from organizations. There's, there's no doubt about it. Uh, and but in the meantime, I love watching what's happening, and and it's great for me. So it should be great for everyone at home. Look, you got to do your due diligence, but on its face, I just love what you guys are doing. You're doing it so well because I have also you. made projects, and you guys are knocking it out of the park on. All elements, not just one. It's not like your graphics are great, but your digital ID is nowhere. So it's all working together fantastic. I can't wait to have you back, my friend. Thank you. Thank you very much. For everybody at home, you've been watching or been listening by podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, your favorite podcast platform. 
to David Lukacs, who's CEO of Liquid Avatar Technologies. Trades in Canada on the stock symbol LQID, liquid. And for our friends in the US, LQAVF. Uh, to do your due diligence, start with the company's profile page on Agoracom because we know there's a lot of new tech. We know a lot of you don't quite understand NFTs and metaverse and all that. So we've tried to lay it out for you as easily as possible uh, to get a foundational uh, uh, knowledge about the company and then head straight over to Liquid Avatar's website to do deep dive due diligence. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. See you next time. Hey guys, this podcast is over. But don't forget to help your company by liking it or even leaving a comment. And then don't forget to help yourself by following us on Spotify, Google, Apple, or on your favorite podcast platform so you will never miss another one great Agoracom Small Cap Podcast.